In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Well, hello, people. Hey, you. What's going on with everybody out there? It's been a long week for me. I don't know how your week was, but I hope it was good. I hope it wasn't un- intolerable in any way. But it has. it feels like it has been a long week for me. Um, feels like it's been more than a week since since I was on the air with you. And that is because our week has just been packed. It's been packed and it's been full and we've been uh, working a lot on our gospel musical. And when you're doing something that you enjoy, you know, even though it's a lot of work, when you're doing something that you, when you, when you enjoy, it doesn't quite feel like work. But getting ready for the show today, I could tell, yeah, it has been work and it has been a long week. (laughs) So yesterday, me and my hubby, Minister Chris, we decided to take a little uh, pretend vacation and we went and set out by our swimming pool. (laughs) We We got in the pool, which I have not done in a long time. And we just swam and splashed and talked with neighbors and drank cool water and lounged and felt like we were on vacation. Matter of fact, that's what my husband said to me. He said, oh, this feels like we went on vacation somewhere. I said, good. That was my, that was my whole, um, that was my goal. I was hoping that it would feel refreshing because I just wanted to relax. I just wanted it to be a day of relaxation, a time of quietness where we can just, uh, you know, enjoy the presence of the Lord and not be stressing about anything in particular. So anyway, we are in the final phases, final prep for our gospel musical. And 
and I am very excited about it. I will tell you more about it after I tell you what tea I'm drinking tonight. Yes, I have a new flavor tonight. Oh, and I smelled it. The aroma is wonderful. Mm. And I like it. You want to know what it's called? Anybody want to know what it's called? Well, <laughs> it is called Pina Colada Black Tea. Doesn't that sound good? Let's see. Origin, Sri Lanka. This tea is reminiscent of a fresh pina colada. Hints of coconut and pineapple splash about in a velvety smooth cup of tea. I like it. If I had to recommend it, I would recommend it, y'all. I'd give it a couple of thumbs up. Mm. So anyway, hey, Mr. Chris, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. How you doing, dear? Well, I'm just absolutely wonderful. <laughs> that is good. Does it, does it feel to you like it's been a while since we've been on the air? Or how are you feeling tonight? Well, I've been having technical difficulties, so I haven't been on the air in a while. But <laughs> That's we were true. on the air last Monday, a week ago. So... Doesn't seem that long ago. Oh. Well, maybe it's just me then. Because I know it was last week, but it just felt like I just, maybe I, I missed the idea of talking to all the listeners, the ones who've been listening. And by the way, the numbers have been uh, increasing. They're steadily increasing. So that just blesses my soul because that tells me that someone is getting this message. Someone is getting these messages. And I just pray that it is, it is being a blessing and an inspiration to someone. If it was one or two, amen. We take the one or two. But uh, the numbers are getting better every month. Amen. So, amen. Amen. You do anything special this week? Uh, just preparing for the musical. Yeah. And busy, busy, so that's what makes it seem like it's been so long, because we've been working around the clock, almost. Yeah. And, and going to work. Oh, well, <laughs> amen. You, you've been going to work outside the home. I've been working in the home, but still going to work. For sure. That's for sure. Well, people, since we are talking about our musical, I guess I will just read our, our flyer to you. I know that um, I think the last time we were on the air, I was telling you that the seats were all reserved. And at the moment, I'm not quite sure if that is still the case. We've had a few people uh, cancel here in the past week. So... There could be a slight possibility that a few tickets are available, but I would have to wait until today is Monday, probably like around Wednesday or Thursday to find out if that's, uh, if that's accurate or not. So if anyone wants to try, if anyone wants to ask and you live in this area, don't make a trip out here, but if you live in this area, you know, you can email 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> Thank you, dear, for keeping me straight. If you live in Maryland, if you live in the Clinton, Maryland, Washington, D.C. area, then you could give me, uh, you can send me an email and see if I happen to have any tickets left, like maybe around Wednesday. The email address is vir2us1 at verizon.net. And I tell you, this is a gospel musical, a night of splendor, a time to glorify the King of Kings, the glory of the Lord. It is June 18th, 2011. Doors open at 6.30. Musical starts at 7 p.m. in Beltsville, Maryland. If I happen to have any tickets available, of course, I will give you the the actual address and location. I mean, you know, the physical address. But if you want to take a chance and, and see if there's some seats, give me an email. And what we would do is just uh, put your name on them and have them there at the door for you. So let's see what's next on my agenda tonight. I thought I would ease my way into tonight's topic by starting out with uh, a few other things before we get into tonight's topic. And one of them was um, I wanted to tell you guys a little bit more about us here at Equipping the Saints Ministries. I've shared a little bit about us in the past, but I, but I don't think I do it often enough. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Minister Chris and myself and the ministry here at Equipping the Saints Ministry. Well, I'll tell you about myself, and then maybe Minister Chris can tell you a little bit about himself, if he so, if he will. I, let's see, I am a wife, I am a mother, I am a registered nurse by trade, if you will, or skill, or career. Um, I'm actually not nursing anymore, though, because I am pretty much involved full-time in, in, in ministry. You know, um, the radio show was something that we added to our ministry last year. I believe we, we, we went on the air in September last year. And so that was something that we added. But prior to that, um, we do have uh, a Word Academy. It's like, it's what some people would call Bible study, but it's on a more intense level. And it's on a higher ap academic level. So we call it Academy in the Word. And so we, we have, um, we offer Bible study and a specific curriculum for people that are wanting to prepare themselves for ministry or for people who just want to grow in the Word and just want to grow in their knowledge and understanding of the Lord and, and His Word. And so we have, um, I think it's about a 13-week, roughly about a 13-week course that we offer. And, well, let me see. Before I, before I tell you about the course, let me just tell you our objective at Equipping the Saints Ministry our mission is to equip and mature the people of the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence, boldness, and 
to create soldiers for the army of the Lord. That's our first objective. Our second objective is to impact our community to make a difference in the lives of the people around us. We are not interested in preaching to the choir. We are not interested in preaching to the choir. However, we know that uh, fellow sisters and brothers often need encouragement and often need enrichment too. So that's why we offer this 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 curriculum but in doing so we want to help to build up people and help to raise up people who want to go out there and be effective in their communities oh looks like it's break time already people so more after the break Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Liberty Christian Center, located in Box Elder, South Dakota. They are a non-denominational, Bible-based, Holy Spirit-led deliverance ministry. Pastor Charles and Romika White, Liberty Christian Center. The 25 breaks a couple of tackles. And look at him go! He could go all the way! Touchdown! 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 Get ready for some football. Talk, that is, with Confessions of a College Football Rules Violator with Lance Siegel on toginet.com Tuesday nights at 11 Central. This is your chance with Lance and his friends to share opinions about last weekend's sporting events. All the sports networks and TV shows have shown their top ten at least a hundred times. And the commentators and guest analysts have gone over every single slow motion instant replay, and yet there are still some of us fans who want to wring the referee's neck or fire the coach or kick the player off the team. So let's do it. Here, with confessions of a college football rules violator. So enjoy next week's games, then be here to talk about them. With Lance, it's cathartic, soul-cleansing, and gives you one more chance to scream about a bad call. It's confessions of a college football rules violator. With Lance Siegel, Tuesday evenings at 11 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Thank God I am Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, people, we're back, and this is me, Miss Diane, and um, I want to take this opportunity to talk about one of my latest books because I haven't done that in a while, and since that was a commercial break, this is a good time for it. Ha, yeah. So it is called Overcoming Sexual Abuse. Okay, if you go on my host page, you'll see it. Um, millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. 
not just by rapists, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Question, why, who would, I'm sorry, who would enjoy being raped again and again? Question, why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed, delivered from abusing others? Find answers to these questions and many others in these pages. This was my second release. Um, I think we released that around October of last year. And it's a sequel to my first book, The Story of Me. After years of living out and walking through my own deliverance and my own, the own process of overcoming the traumas in my life, the Lord inspired me to write a book about that process, what that process was like, and to um, put it out there to help anyone else who might be looking for that kind of a spiritual healing not just psychological, not just, um, you know, through counseling perhaps, but to include the spiritual aspect of it. So I wrote that book um, about the process, but also from a biblical perspective and a spiritual perspective. Okay, cool. So where was I before that? Oh, I was talking about equipping the saints ministries. Uh, objectives, our mission, um, to impact our community. Yeah, we want to be effective here and we want to see other Christians be effective in um, demonstrating Christ to the world. That is another, it's not the main reason by any means, but it's another reason why we, um, we are doing our musical Um the first reason is that we wanted to honor the Lord. We wanted to honor the Lord in a pure and um, a pure and a real way, you know, a precious way, in a way that we could and in a way that we haven't been able to do uh, before. And we wanted to bring attention back to Him and the fact that He is He is who we live for um, as Christians. He is who me and uh, myself and my husband who we live for, and we feel like the glory uh, belongs to him uh, for every aspect of our life. You know, um, too many ministries or churches, if you will, we, we think has become more about the people and more about their programs and more about their idea, ideology and more about their taste and whatnot and not enough about him. And not about not not enough about what he likes. It's like we, uh, as a people, are often trying to fit him into our box. And so he inspired me from the Book of Revelation to put this musical together to depict the things that are being talked about in the Book of Revelation, and that includes him coming back in all of his glory and coming back as a conqueror and coming back as a ruler and coming back, you know, in all power um, to 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 reign here on the earth. And those that love him will join him in that um, wonderful, glorious time and and season, if you will, the, the eternity. So that was the main reason. But 
you know, as we begin to do it, other things begin to unfold. And I began to see how what we were doing was inspiring the people that were participating because we auditioned new people, people that we didn't know. That, that, that was kind of an outreach by auditioning new people that we didn't even know. It allowed us to, you know, extend beyond our usual circle. And then in doing that, it allowed us to begin to share with people how we see Christ and how we see the message of Christ uh, through the book of Revelation. And then we began to challenge people to be stretched challenge them to be stretched even if in the in the use of their talent and their giftings because so many people especially as christians or or should i say also christians want to get comfortable and they want to stay in one little they they find a little niche and they want to stay there they want to stay there and they just oh i'm i am Oh, I'm nobody or, oh, I'm only a teacher or no, I can't do this or no, I can't do this. Oh, I'm just the preacher or, oh, I'm a musician or, oh, I'm a praise and worship leader. Well, you know, I, I believe for some of us, God has given us multiple gifts and multiple talents and those talents and giftings should be cultivated and should be nurtured and should be used for the glory of the Lord. The Lord told me when he called me, when he called me into ministry and I responded and accepted the call. Now he says to me, I call you minister. Your title is minister. I call you minister. And he says, do not let other people categorize you. Do not let other people put a specific title on you and tell you that you are only this or you are only that or you are just this. He said, I call you minister because minister means servant. Minister is one who serves. And I call you minister. And he said, in that way, you will remain open to whatever I need you to do. Whatever I need you to do is what I want you to do. I don't want you to put me in a box. And so that's what I've endeavored to do. So through this musical, we began to stretch people who had maybe only sang one style of music or one kind of music or song or whatever. You know, we started giving them um, different types of songs, different types of songs, things that they had never heard before. And, um, you know, just stretching them. So anyway, I'm off on one of my little tangents. Are you still there, Minister Chris? <laughs> yes, I am. You have anything you want to say about our um, our um, mission and our objective? Well, when you say minister and you talk about serving, I think about the, the many unconventional ways that that we can serve and we can minister. And like you did, I asked the Lord to use me in my talents that he's given me. You know, use me in a, in a way that he sees fit and not, you know, necessarily in a way that man may see, you know, not in a box that man may, may create, but I ask God to use, to, to make us pliable and flexible and make us, um, able to flow and mm -hmm. go where he needs us to go. Mm -hmm. So, and I think about uh, minister and servant, I think about how when the Lord was on the cross, 
how the angels, you know, minister to him. Mm. Uh-huh. You know, and they weren't they weren't um, serving as high priests or anything. They were they were they were servants. They were ministering. They were doing what they were sent to do from the Father is to to minister to him, to help him, to to to, to hold him up. You uh-huh. know, uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and and so that's what we are supposed to do for the saints, for the sinner. Mm-hmm. For, the, for the center that's hurting, you know, we're supposed to we're supposed to minister to them and be a light unto them, so so we can draw them. Right. If it, mean, if it means feed them, you know. If it means if it means take them to the store and buy them some groceries, mm-hmm. and, and 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 then while you're doing it, you can tell them about the goodness of the Lord, or tell them about you know why God put it on your heart to do it. You mm-hmm. know, you're, you're doing something kind, and you're also sharing some true um, spiritual medicine, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all of that is ministering, you know, rather than just trying to say, I'm going to just do this and this is, this is my ministry and I'm going to stick to that. Well, you limit God when you do that. And, right. and, and we really can't limit God, but what we do is limit ourselves from hearing from God. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, that's, that's about my take right now. Amen. Amen. I hear you loud and clear. And like, who would have thought we, we, you know, we, I don't think that, um, five years ago, even, I don't think that we, we had, we, well, I I was going to say, I don't think that we knew that we would be on the radio on internet radio doing this type of a, a radio ministry. But I do, I do remember sensing or feeling in my spirit that one day the Lord wanted us to be involved in media somehow, whether it was through television or whatnot. So I do remember that. But, you know, if you just remain open, you never know what he will uh, put on your heart to do and equip you to do, which is why our ministry is called Equipping the Saints, because he said in his word that who he calls, he qualifies. And whom he qualifies, he justifies. You know, he will not send you out there half-cocked <laughs> and unable to, to, to accomplish the things that he sends you forth to accomplish. So um, one, of the, one of the ways that we uh, teach in our Academy in the Word is through um, small groups. We actually like the personal touch. We, we like the small, the small group and the personal touch. Interactive, informal sessions. Um, we will challenge you through lectures, yes. But we also like discussion and presentations and demonstration. And, um, you know, we like the feedback. We like the exchange of question and answer and when the light bulb goes on and God begins to like give insight to that individual, we want to hear what it is that they're thinking, feeling or whatever, so that it's more personal, you know? And of course we love to fellowship. We love to break bread one with the other. (laughs) So that's like a standard part of our um, Bible study or uh, word Academy is, um, fellowshipping one with the other. There's not enough love, at least not in our circles. 
and fellowship in the body. More after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Want to be challenged in a powerful way to leap beyond what you think is possible? Then join us Mondays for the Leah Jansen Show. Every Monday at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Togginet.com with Leah Jansen. Listen live as Life Coach Leah uses her coaching skills to give you the tools you need to take action and create momentum. You are encouraged to call in and share your greatest fears, challenges, and obstacles. And then listen as Leah obliterates those barriers to success. For more on Leah and the show, check out her website, LeahJansen.com. That's Leah, L-E-A-H, J-A-N-T-Z-E-N.com. Spend one hour with Leah, and you'll be captivated by her energy, enthusiasm, and magnetism. You'll quickly become addicted to her positive attitude and make-it-happen mentality. Ready for a life-changing, mood-altering show? Then get ready for Leah Jansen. And listen live to The Leah Jansen Show every Monday morning at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735. Or email us at vir2us1 at verizon.net. Thank God I am Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, y'all, we're back again. It's myself and my hubby, my one and only L-O-M-L, Minister Chris. uh, And we are talking about ETS, Equipping the Saints Ministries. Let me give you a couple of our topics, some of the things. What does L-O-M-L mean? Oh, (laughs) love of my life. Before I give you the topics, I just remembered I told you a little bit about about myself, but I didn't let you say anything about yourself, husband. Maybe this would be a good time to say something about you. What do you want to say? I think everyone has figured out by now that you're the talker. (laughs) And I'm more of the listener. (laughs) So I'm... um, 
I'm Brother Chris Jones. I I'm a servant of the Lord. I uh, love to do things. I I, I have um, been considered as multi-talented, so I'm a very artistic type of person. I have a imagination. I believe that we can do anything that God has given us with our hands to do. We just have to have the the will to do it and or the willingness to do it and I've learned that if we trust him and make the first step he'll he'll do it he'll use us to do it so um he uses me through music ministry um through art through uh hands-on with 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 a lot of young people I deal with a lot of military I'm retired air force so I um, deal with a lot of young military men and women. I coach basketball, which is an unconventional ministry, but it is ministry, and, and souls have come to Christ. Um, young young military people are at the time of their lives where they deal with uh, life and death situations. They, they're the backbone of of our security of this country and they need to know who God is. Amen. Rather than just lip service, they need to really know and understand and 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 have him in their life. So and it's not just lip service from us. We have to be an example and walk the walk and live it and then people are more inclined to follow someone who leads by example. So I've been in the military, so it's easier for me to communicate with them. So I use basketball, um, fellowships. Um, we use our Bible studies. We use any way we can to reach the young young people. And um, it's, cooking, it's, <laughs> cooking, yeah, and fellowship. We we like cook and over for dinner. <laughs> we play games and you know board games and and they're away from home. A lot of a lot of them. They're away from home. And we show them the love of the Lord by giving them a family. Mm-hmm. And so they enjoy their time here and they, and they get to grow and they get to, they feel good because it, they're in tune with their spiritual father, you know, just, just to learn a little bit and, and, and have it broken down. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we always open the door for questions and that doesn't mean we have all the answers, but we have the Word of God mm-hmm. and concordance, concordance and dictionaries and internet. We use everything that God has given us to seek out according to His Word. Right. What the answer may be, because um, they're not the first one to walk this earth, and and we're not the first, and people before us were not the first. Mm-hmm. So, so God can speak to any of us, and He can use the older ones to teach the younger, which is which is in order. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 a major part of of what I do. Is um, I support, I lead, I lead when I'm needed to lead. I support when needed to support, and and I push, I pull. Stand on top of, get underneath, whatever God has us to do. So, Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, I know, I know you're invaluable to me. I mean, I know that 
it, from from the early the earliest part of our um, relationship. You know, even when we were, I remember even when we were planning our wedding, how I was just so blessed by the fact that if I had an idea, if I if I told you what my idea was and what I was trying to accomplish, that you could you could find it and you could make it, you could, it would materialize that you would, if I said, oh, I'm thinking I want this type of a color or some sort of a design like this, you know, you, you'd be at the store with me and then you'd come back with it. And I was like, wow, (laughs) that was just like beautiful to me. I mean, because to me, a marriage is a merger. You know, it's supposed to become a merger where two people do become one. So many people are so concerned about losing their identity. Well, I found with, with you and me that, that, that I didn't lose my identity, but you enhanced it, you, you, even in our work, even in the way that we work together. So, and, and the Lord didn't want me to be lonely anymore, so he said, go find the color. <laughs> so that's what I did. Amen, brother. <laughs> he did say it's not good for man to be alone, didn't he? <laughs> exactly. Amen. Well, let me share a couple of our topics with you from our curriculum, and then maybe we'll get on to our topic for tonight, hopefully. Um, let's see. Uh, spiritual warfare, the prophet and prophecy, dreams and visions, uh, counting up the cost. The Working of Miracles, uh, Jewish Feast and Holidays, Weapons of Warfare, Cult Awareness, Deliverance Ministry, and we even threw in, threw in one for, that I was really interested in, and, and I, haven't, um, I haven't had a time to pick this apart yet, but um, I will, Introduction to the Hebrew Language. Hebrew uh, words, pictures. So we've got a variety of topics here that we feel are suited to help equip anyone who is wanting to grow uh, in the Word of God and and um, get closer to the Lord, but also anyone who feels that God has called them into ministry. So um, if you're interested in this curriculum, even though you're not in this, if you're in this area, of course, we'd love to have you get in touch with us and we can give you more information on how to enroll and all that stuff. But if you're not in this area, we can even email, you know, email the curriculum to you once you enroll and um, make it available to you online, you know, either through my website. I have a personal website besides the host page, besides my radio page. And it is through filed by f i l e d filed by uh, dot com, and that is author slash Diane Jones um, through filed by. But anyway, my point is that we can make this information available to you if you are interested. We could tell you what you have to do to enroll and all the good stuff about it. So before I get before another break comes up on me, let me at least. Uh, Give you our topic for tonight. I'm going to just read you uh, a little bit of one of the pages in my book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse. 
I was around 10 years old. Okay, I was around 10 years old the first time my father approached me. By this, I know my father struggled with sexual immorality issues for a minimum of 10 years. Of course, it was much longer than that. Um, my point is, the reason I say it was much longer than that, because there was a lot more history and things that had gone on even before that point. I'm not going to get into those right now, but um, my point is that 10 years is entirely too long to suffer and wallow in any condition. I think that 10 years is too long to suffer with something like sexual immorality. You know, I've heard, I've read books, I've heard testimony, I've seen um, on television programs and things where people have suffered because of sexual immorality of some kind and it cost them everything cost them their career, cost them their wife, cost them their life even. I was watching one, one, one movie on Lifetime, and I believe it was supposed to be a true story about this young boy who got hooked on pornography. And um, if I recall, someone else, of course, uh, turned him on to it, and it's like from the first time he saw it, he just got caught up in it and it just became an obsession of his and then the people who turned him on to it turned turned against him turned against him because he didn't know how to control it and he let it start getting really out out of hand and he started getting further and further out there and getting more and more you know trashy um like what, what do they call it like more hard porn i guess and he opened his, by, by doing that, he opened his computer up to viruses and he caused some of their computers to get infected with viruses. So then they turned against him and started calling him names. And the way the movie ended was quite sad because it left you with the impression that this young boy committed suicide. So I'm telling you the six sexual immorality is suffering. When someone lives with sexual immorality, they are suffering. And 10 years is entirely too long to suffer and to wallow in that condition or any other condition. Why suffer that long? I'm asking you, if you're suffering, why continue to suffer? You don't have to continue to suffer, okay? There is hope. There is a way out. If you want it, there is a way out. And that way is through Jesus Christ. But we will talk a little bit more about it after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected 
who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of the story of me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 Central on Togginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay. Hey, y'all. We're back. This is me again, Miss Diane, and my wonderful companion and partner in ministry, uh, Mr. Chris, Minister Chris. He just told me, by the way, that um, he can hear me yawning on the air. And if that is true, which, you know, he's not a liar, so it must be true. I want to apologize to y'all because I don't even remember yawning. (laughs) And I certainly didn't do it to be rude or to seem as though I was not interested. I guess I must be a little bit tireder than I thought because I didn't think I was tired. Um, I knew I had a busy week, but I didn't think I was tired. So if you heard me yawn, please just pray for me. (laughs) <laughs> Just pray for me. So anyway, I we were talking about uh, sexual immorality, and I was saying how I was around 10 years old the first time that my father approached me. And when I say approached me, I mean in an inappropriate way, in a way to uh, let me know that he was interested in me sexually. Okay? I have very, very... Um, clear memories of that incident and I thought about this today Um, I was like well you know what else could I what else could I bring out of this whole this whole um, 
this whole statement? What else could I pull pull from this to, to make other people think about? And and I'm going to throw a question out there. If anyone happens to want to call me and answer, we do have some call in lines. Uh, Number 877-864-4869, if you want to call in and answer me. Has anyone ever approached you in a way that made you feel uncomfortable? Because I can recall, even at that age, feeling very uncomfortable. Even though the words were not straight out and clear, I just had that something in my gut that something that let me know that things weren't right. Uh, my, my dad called me from my own bedroom and asked, told me to come to his bedroom. And I just knew that something didn't feel right. Something was not right. Uh, prior to that, we were never, uh, even my brothers, my brothers um, at the time uh, were not, we were, as children, we were not invited to, into our parents' room. We did not go into our parents' room. So there was just that something, that little telling thing that told me that something wasn't right. And um, how often, it makes me wonder how often, now I was a child, so of course I was intimidated. Even though I knew something wasn't right, I was intimidated. And so it's, it's, very, it's, it's almost impossible for a child to uh, take charge in that situation. But... How often do we, even as adults, and especially as women, how often do we ignore those signals, those feelings that we get in our gut that something isn't right, but yet we push over it for fear of, you know, hurting the person's feelings or for fear of seeming uh crazy or eccentric or not wanting to be embarrassed or something like that. How often do we overlook those signals? I think way too much, way too much. Not only do we tend to put ourselves in dangerous situations because of a lack of wisdom, because of not understanding who we really are and how we should, um, protect ourselves, how, how even the men in our lives uh, should be more of a protector to us. Uh, a lot of us don't want that anymore because we feel like that's uh, demeaning in some way for, for them to feel like they have to protect us. And, you know, there's, we're just, there's just, wow, so much, so much that has gotten out of order where the male-female relationship is concerned. But anyway, why do we ignore those signals? You know, if anybody has a comment or what they think is an answer to that, give me a call. Give me a call and tell me what's on your mind. Because I think that those signals are there for a reason. Christian or not Christian, you know, saved or not saved. I think that they are, they, they, we feel those things for a reason. And they are the, the warning signals. And they will uh, keep us out of trouble uh, if we listen to them. Okay. I stress that, that we should pay attention to how you feel. Pay attention to those feelings. So back to my topic. We're talking about sexual immorality. Now, of course, for my father to approach me at 10 years old was definitely inappropriate, definitely uh, wrong, definitely 
ungodly, definitely perverse, okay, certainly caused confusion in my, my little immature mind and my emotions. Um, sexual immorality causes confusion and is perverse, okay? And I know that even as uh, I grew up and over the years, you know, um, the time in my life when I was angry with the Lord, when I was upset because I felt as though there had been so much trauma in my life and I had finally come, and come to a place in my life where I was tired of struggling and tired of trying to overcome the hurts of the past or the continued hurts that kept happening. And so I was upset with the Lord and I wasn't living for for the, for the Lord, and I was doing my own thing for a little while there, but the times that I did do my own thing, and I gave into my own lust or my own sexual enticements, found myself in situations that, let's be real, caused me more pain, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Let's be real. Okay, people don't seem to want to tell the whole story. Uh, the shows on TV like Friends and stuff that make it seem like it's all cool to just have casual relations and just to move on and is not real. It's not real because I ended up with things like, uh, well, actually the, the STD that I got was from my own husband. So that wasn't cool. My own husband in a married relationship. So that wasn't cool. But it wasn't because of me. That was because of him at that time. But Not then when me. I, I'm sorry, people. Yes, <laughs> thank you, darling, for correcting me. That was my first husband. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for clarifying that to to people who haven't been listening to us before. <laughs> the first one, y'all. The first one. Um. But when I decided to do my own thing, then I also ended up with bacterial infections. You know, I noticed that my emotions became more callous. I was less sensitive and less considerate and less caring about the other person. Um, uh, in my, well, according, according to standards, you know, because I was not married to the people that I was getting involved with, that made me more promiscuous. That's promiscuous. You know, that is fornication to have sex with people that you're not married to. That's fornication. So I became more promiscuous. Uh, I even had times where I was deceitful. There was time I even there were times when I was deceitful in trying to accomplish the fulfillment of my own uh, fleshly needs. Dishonesty is almost always a part of that. Finally, when it all boiled down, I ended up feeling used, abused, and I even ended up feeling like I had been raped all over again, even though it was by my choice to do the things that I was doing. Now, how do you explain that? How do you explain that, people? And why don't they show you that on Friends and all of these show teenage shows that are just having people in and out of bed and sleeping with whoever and you know can't control themselves and yada 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 why don't they pick depict the real story the whole truth the fallout the aftermath the things that come along with this you know 
Why don't they? Because that's the enemy is, is the father of lies. He's the father of deceit. Satan, our enemy, is behind a lot of these, a lot of the media, a lot of the television programs. It's, it's, it's the worldly view. It's the secular view. And it's the satanic view that wants to push all this stuff down your throat. But of course, they're not going to show you all that stuff. They're not going to show you all that stuff, the downside to it. But I felt used and abused and raped all over again by the time it was all said and done. And thank God, thank God that I hit rock bottom. I hit rock bottom and I came to the end of myself. I came to the end of me trying to figure it out, me trying to make things happen, me trying to find love in the wrong places. Thank God I hit rock bottom, y'all. That was the best thing that could have happened to me was I hit rock bottom. I had no more desire to play those games because that's what I found out. It was all games. It was to, it was games to the other people. You couldn't trust anything that they had to say. Hit it and quit it. Yeah, that's what, that's what people do. Uh, no sense of loyalty. That wasn't for me. And I hit rock bottom. But when I hit rock bottom, you know who was there for me? You know who was there for me? The Lord was there for me. Jesus Christ was there for me because he showed me in a moment of despair, when I had actually got to the point of wanting to take my own life and trying to take my own life, he didn't let me succeed. He intervened. He did not let me succeed. And not only did he not let me succeed, but shortly after that, he also brought a, wonder, a wonderful person in my life, and that is my current husband, my L-O-M-L, the love of my life. And then he restored both of our relationship to him through a mirac miraculous series of events that you'll have to get my book to read. And here I am today, able to talk about it, able to share it with you, able to give you hope. All right now, <laughs> until next week, love you, love you, love you. Good night.